I agree. The band is nice. Her voice is pretty awesome. So I press so the good. button, John. Should I not press the button? Can no, no, that's good. Button. That's great. Can you see it's it? It's delicious. John? Yes. Hi. Oh, you sounded so demure, John. <sighs> so far from the truth. <laughs> My ribs are itchy. <laughs> you should uh, take them out and polish them. Is that? Do I need to turn the fan off? Probably. It'd probably be good. And it feels A kind of idea. nice. It does feel nice. Mm. I wonder if it does it. I mean, do we? I think so because I'm cold. But you know, you guys are penguins, especially Megan. Who was it? Somebody was saying one of the compliments for our podcast was our sound engineering was so pristine. Oh yeah, we've got good sound. Good sound gear more than anything else. And the fact that your apartment is, you know, pretty good. Mine is so incredibly echoey. We only recorded there that one time and we'll never do it again. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound like I was broadcasting from a cathedral. Bloody high ceilings. Oh, darn. It is a cathedral of sorts. That's when you lied to of me and sin. said that Sarah was, was African-American. And I did born. no <laughs> such <laughs> thing. But, uh, Yang know. thought that she was. Yeah, because Black she said Sarah. she was. I, oh, yeah, that's right. She, she made did. some she joke that. comment about it, but regardless. And where, you forget, like, a podcast, you don't see people. Where is Yang anyway? Is he okay? Yeah, uh, I just uh, was texting with him yesterday. I still have not met this person. He was, really? Every time I say that, you say really huh. in surprise. Um, He texted me a question yesterday about um, donating to KERA because he's thinking about donating it's always a good idea support your local public radio yeah i told them not to expect a thank you gift <laughs> even though you select does anybody one. fucking use totes anyway hey i, I use, use tote bags totes. to carry my lunch to work every day oh, okay. i use them for groceries oh hell yeah took that shit to wherever you go to buy groceries or plastic or paper well Fuck my yeah, tom thumb wait they recycle their plastic so i don't feel guilty taking the plastics because mm. you just i get right back for, to them i use them for kitty litter trash oh, that's bags, a good so. idea uh, I have a tote that says, I went to Planned Parenthood and all I got was, and a list of all of the services that they have. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. That's another one of the horrible things we could talk about is all uh, the legislation, legislation that Texas is trying to pass. And I can tell a charming story about my experience volunteering yesterday. At, Ooh, uh, I'm, I'm interested oh, to it's, hear it's that. A, not, not a fun story, but it's still it's a story indicative of the list of services that you mentioned mm-hmm. on that list and how people have a horribly skewed perception of what goes on in that building. And that charming film that came out a little while ago. That I'm never going to watch. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so are we actually going to like Should we finally do things? Are ready? Uh, yeah. Press the button, John. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! No, I don't think I've ever been full of so much passion at anything in my life to have ever explain, exclaimed something like Bill O'Reilly did in that clip. He's a uh, he's, he's a, a very he's, upset. He's he's got a lot of uh, feelings. What was it, what was he? What was it like? E Entertainment News or something that he was on when that clip was? It was like some entertainment show. 
He was a dick back then. Yeah, sounds like a very irritable little guy. Hello, friends. It's secretly timid. Yay. Uh, It's me. It's Megs. And I'm here with Otieno. Sup, y'alls. And John. Olas. Olas. John, do we have a feature? We do. The song this week, the featured song this week is Sensitive Demon by the band Grim Streaker. I like the band name. <laughs> Grim Streaker plays a mixture of snotty, mid-tempo punk of late 70s New York and London. Hold your comment. <laughs> I can sense it. With a dose of the fast, abrasive hardcore that emerged in LA and DC in the early 80s. Hardcore what? Um, hardcore punk. Oh. Hardcore music. Abrasive I was, hardcore. I was really, really hoping for some kind of nudist death rock. That would yeah, be yeah. very, very this happy. Is, this is getting confusing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alongside a hint of angular, moody, post-punk. The band's sound lies somewhere between The X, The Fall, Sonic Youth, and Fugazi, and okay. a more recent act, and more recent acts like Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Surfboard, and Downtown Boys. I might actually listen to this band. Uh, They're I think from Brooklyn. I think it's funny that uh, the person who wrote that description used the word snotty. Yeah. Uh, seeing as that description is pretty pretentious. Y- y- thank you. In addition, that like I think arguably punk unto itself already encapsulates a lot of that terminology unto itself by virtue of it being punk. So thanks. <laughs> for it's in, when I was reading this press release, I was wondering because the snotty thing did kind of like. Yeah. A little bit in me. And like I wonder if they would have used, I guess they would have probably still used Snotty if it was a male lead singer. I don't want to say I see sexism everywhere. But <laughs> well, I, I guess like uh, like Sid Vicious <laughs> could be described snotty as Snotty. Sounds like a like a kid. Yeah. Are they kids? I mean they they probably their pictures they look like they're adults. Okay. The Lady Medusa recently That's said what the all word. the men say. <laughs> yeah. The Lady Medusa recently um uh, pointed out to me how terrible the word pantsuit is. It's one of those ones that was traveling under the radar for me until I actually thought about it and realized the word pantsuit They're is all fucking pants stupid. Suits. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, and yeah, I, I like saw red for a second and had to calm down because like, wow, that's, that's some insidious ass shit right there. Pantsuits right. always refers to a woman in a suit, Ex- right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I only heard that from goddamn Hillary suit. Clinton. That's yes. the first time I would hear about Pantsuit, pantsuit Nation, isn't that something? It's a, it's a podcast or a, or a clothing line or something. It's but. funny because because uh, women are pretending to be businessmen. Yeah, right. I know. They put on the little yeah. costumes. That's so cute when they just pretend oh, like that. You oh. guys. So sweet. <laughs> like when they take off their sneakers and put on their pumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. Speaking of Christ, happy Easter. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Who cares? Uh, my dad was like, happy Easter. And I said, okay, dad, happy Easter. And we don't believe in it. I don't know why we're talking about it over text. He's like, that's like saying that you don't believe in Tuesday. And uh, I was like, yeah, Tuesday's bullshit too. <laughs> you could always just remind him about how all the egg and bunny symbolism, symbolism is actually deeply pagan and, and basically is just a whole series of fertility rituals. My and dad doesn't give you a could shit also about. start to question a little bit the fact that so many Christianities just conveniently align with either winter solstice or some other solstice and or equinox because they wanted to loop in as many pagans as possible when they came to the proselytizing. But, you know, hey, no big deal. All hail Yostre. Have a nice day. What about the chocolate, though? Um, you know, you give people little chocolatey sweet gifts when you're mm-hmm. trying to court them so that you can boff them and make more babies. I mean, children, you cool. give the children co- chocolate. 
Yeah, that, that serves the dual purpose of both a providing candies and sweets for the kids, but also you give That's candies and sweets yeah. to your intended. And yeah, hey. But I thought the egghead <laughs> wasn't it one of the Bible stories with Mary Magdalene where she did the the egg thing, and the egg was egg was like red when it was white, what? and that was like the dye. Or I have something. no idea. What That's you're why talking we about. dye yeah. eggs. Eggs have been a symbol of fertility for thousands. Well, yeah, of years, because so. yeah, that's where uh, the stuff like, comes from. What was that horror film where the egg had blood in it? Oh man, you I know should know that. About, yeah. Right? Oh, what was fuck. it, John? Alien. Well, no. That was more no. icker, but sure. No, they're making scrambled eggs or something. Yeah. I was it Diamond Elm Street Part Two? Was it one of the Damien? The gay one? ones? It wasn't Ghostbusters, was it? <laughs> No, no that's when they uh they that's when they fried on their own, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the countertop. I can't remember. Uh I'm gonna have to think about that. But yeah. that's what I thought you were you were not talking about though. You're, you're I'm pretty sure Mary Magdalene did something with the resurrection where she went into like a cave and came out with like a red egg or I, something. I have no recollection. Was of that she the prostitute? Sure, well no. sex worker. That's what they sorry, they sorry. said <laughs> they said that she was a prostitute to shame her. She was never a prostitute. I can't imagine uh, people in Jesus the history of the world wife. doing that. Shaming women for just being like by themselves. Yeah, and not don't being, listen like, to her. To a man, don't listen to her. She's she didn't a whore. even brush her hair. Did you see that? <laughs> she picture? didn't even have hair. Oh my, oh my god! Meanwhile, back in the land of other things. So, yeah, so Megan, how was your week? How was your week? No, you first. How was your week? Uh-uh, John. Megan always week? goes last. All right, fine. Hi, I'll go first. Okay. Um, my week was fine. So, um. Yeah, the only thing that I have to report that is of any degree of interest that I can immediately think of, apart from the usual corporate drudgery at work, and um, do I want to talk about that? Nah, nah I'll, I'll mm. leave that alone. No, um, you never so, talk about your job because it's incredibly boring. I live in a cube farm. Yeah, I don't even know farm. what you do anymore. I thought you were like a paramedic, and now you're like I've I've, I've always <laughs> been an IT person. Um, I, like, I, I what do you even school, do? Right. <laughs> Now, um, let's talk about my experience volunteering this week at the oh, local yeah. lady services place. Uh, there's two here in the DFW area and only two left, thanks to that proposition that went all the way to the fucking Supreme Court a couple years ago. Um, the one is in Fort Worth and one is in Dallas. They are both heavily protested all the goddamn time, despite the fact that they offer a whole host of services as, a port, as opposed to just abortion services. And one of the convenient fun parts about that is no matter what you're walking in the door for, I think I've talked about this before, the protesters will act as though you're going in for an abortion. Because I'm going in know. for a pap smear. You're killing a baby! Exactly. There's one lady who was going in for depo and she's just like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> my fucking shot, motherfuckers. Because Apparently they hate birth control too. I guess I have cervical cancer. You're killing the baby. <laughs> and and they they of course do all this based purely upon you know the gender and or race of the person walking into the building. Like for example, if they see a uh, a woman walking in, obviously it's going to be all of that stuff. If they see a dude walking in with a woman, they be- begin to assume the dude is a their partner and b. How could you let your how could you let your wife or your, your how could you let her kill that baby? Real men, real men, freaking protect, blah, blah, and so on and so on. And whenever I walk up for my um, for my escort duties. They, whenever they see a black person, immediately they go in about the Margaret Sanger thing or the black people genocide thing or how are you letting them kill your people thing or some awkward slavery reference. Margaret Sanger, is that the sterilization thing? Margaret Sanger, one of the founders of Planned Parenthood, you know, as per her time period, wasn't exactly an unproblematic person. Yeah. Uh, she was a eugenicist. There's all kinds of the wacky shit, but, you know, hey, this country's built on, you know, mountains of bodies of black and brown folk and a whole bunch of disenfranchised women. So, like, you know, let's not talk about in- ridiculous invalidation of that degree. But the point is that they make all of these, you know, cobbled together points about how 
I in particular as a black person shouldn't be there. And actually this last time, I normally don't speak to them when I'm, you know, wearing the vest and so on. But because that's, you know, against policy, I'm there for people trying to get services. But before, as I'm walking up, I, I usually allow myself one cute phrase or another. And um, <laughs> this time they said something about, you know, you know, abortion's worse than slavery. Oh. Of, course, of course, I have to yell out, quick, quick, it's a Negro. Somebody talk about slavery. <laughs> <laughs> they got real, real quiet. Um, uh, have you ever worn that mask that John gave you? Uh, no, I have not. Because and actually, the only reason I don't wear sunglasses or mask when I'm there is because I want to seem as approachable and, you know, relatable to people coming to get services. So as much as I would like to, you know, fuck with the protesters, that's, that's not what I'm there for. But you the desire is definitely there. Wear a Grim Reaper outfit because, you know, those women that are going in to kill the babies, they're like, I don't even have to go inside. You're right here. You know, it's funny you mention that because <laughs> some of the protesters do that. They come to protest oh, wearing Grim Reaper costumes. And one of them actually had like a doll they'd obviously went to like Walmart or whatever and bought and like bloodied the stumps of and tied like a string of baby parts to their scythe and was walking around out in front of the clinic so this is the thing these people are beyond parody There's did, no- it, did <laughs> the protesters ever have their children with them often they, oh, they, they bring as many of their me. tiny children as possible or they bring pregnant women with them there and then like you know to, to subtly and or not so suddenly just guilt folks into oblivion. And um, one of the things that I feel is particularly unforgivable is basically the way it works at this particular clinic is you walk in the front door, you do what you're going to do, whatever that is. If you walk out the front door, that means that you probably did not have an abortive procedure. If you walk out of the side door, it's not a matter of shame, shame. It's a matter of, you know... It's closer to the parking. You don't want to necessarily because you know. In some cases, if it is a procedure that involves uh, some kind of pelvic interaction or whatever else, the women aren't exactly feeling their best. They want to just go to the car and go. So home. it's not just for senators' girlfriends. Exactly. Can exactly. they just not go in the side door? Is uh, there no, any no, no, way no, no. where they? You, can you just... always go in or out the front door unless you've had why any kind of abortive service. Can't they have like a secret entrance for people? So well, they have to fuck with that's those the assholes? fun part. I, I can go on about for days about that too. Actually, because I used to be fencing around the entire building but, they, but yeah they did this thing where they found a city ordinance basically says the facilities this time have to have fences fences of a certain height and this is the only medical facility i'm fairly certain in like all of texas that has these particular building codes at least all of fort worth that has the building codes enforced as stringently as they are and this conveniently allows the protesters to have more line of sight access to these folk and harass them also but, if they had tunnels and they talk about slavery even more right exactly right you know road to freedom and all <sighs> that but so the thing that really got under my skin this particular time, it always gets under my skin when they harass people that are coming out of that door. Because the protesters know there is nothing to be gained from trying to convince someone to not have an abortion if they're coming out of the door that's only for folks that have had, had abortions. abortions. <laughs> so pretty much anything else you say to that person, as far as I'm concerned, is pure, unmitigated fucking emotional damage. And it makes me want to strangle motherfuckers. But they still will like, and they have to exert extra effort. They have to like, uh, the person who has the, who um, owns the building right next door to, to the clinic, they are uh, pro-life and so they let the protesters basically do whatever they want in that property as far as walking up on their property and going basically to the point where they're literally like four feet away from this door, separated by a fence with huge gaping, with huge, huge gaping holes in it, and are allowed to yell, whisper, say whatever to this person as they're walking out of this door. And you know, sometimes it's with a megaphone, which, of course, the city of Fort Worth decides is not. They either put away the megaphone when the cops show up and the cops are called, or the cops are like, well, that doesn't seem to be under, um, that's not under the you know, decibel level of a complaint, so it's fine. 
So they're like, so there's two or three megaphones usually going at, at these folks who are basically like usually in pain and just want to go home and crawl under a blanket and be left the fuck alone. And someone is screaming scripture at them or literally telling them, how did it feel to murder your baby or whatever else. And today, and this past time along, there was this, this guy who was, um, he was, he was uh, waiting for his partner to come out of this door and I was going to walk him around the back with his less protesters, get into the car, whatever. And he just snaps because people are fucking screaming at him and his partner. He's just like, motherfucker, um, there was no heartbeat. This was not an abortion. The baby was fucking stillborn. We were just coming. I mean, so yeah. they're sitting there screaming at this guy as though he committed some terrible moral sin or whatever. When, surprise, people come there for more than just abortions. They come there for pap smears. They come there to have aborted fetuses extracted. <laughs> they come there. Sorry, not aborted, but, but stillborn yeah. fetuses extracted. They come there for depo. They come there for RU486. They come there for whatever else. And... So this people, these people who like, and by the way, most people who come there for certain, not a large number, but a reasonable number of folks that come there for abortion services have child seats in the car or leave their kids in the car when they go inside because yeah, it's, it's like family no. planning. Yeah, exactly. We're good. We've already got enough. Don't need another one. And I don't know if they wanted that child or not. I'm going to guess by especially how mad he was that maybe they did and they're still getting screamed at by these fucking psychos. So just, you know, to any of you out there that may have some kind of sympathy for, uh, those kind of points of view, I think it's important to recognize just where these battles are fought and where the battle lines are drawn and how little a fucks that the laws in places like Texas give about people just trying to get fucking health care. So, yeah, that was the high point. Not high point. The most notable point of my week this week. If I were to have an abortion... I would like to think that the night before I would get my car ready and then when I came out of the clinic and into my car, it would have like strings with tin cans on it and it would say, just aborted over the back window. That that would be kind of amazing. You, 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 you do that, please. Fuck those guys, man. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. So yeah, that was, that was my week. I really like that you do that. I it's do too. really fucking important. I wish I could. I can't. I can't. It's honestly after I get home, I usually like take a nice long shower, use a salt scrub, get that nasty energy out of my fucking field and shit, and and and, and take a nap. Because Does it, it really raise is. your blood pressure? Have you ever done a pre-test, post-test? I don't really need to because I know it does. There's a couple people out there that like trickle, that trickle, that trigger every single one of my like, you know, these are the jocks that made fun of me in high school, all grown up type of shit, and I have to like. <sighs> You know, and God forbid if they ever called me boy, there'd be there'd be an issue because they because they look for like I said, they, every single Latinx person that volunteers, their call is, hey, we can get you another job. Every single black person, it's the slavery genocide thing. Every every single woman that's out there, it, it is it is mostly women. There are not a lot of dudes that volunteer, and it's mostly craggly old um, uh, um, white dudes and or you know other assorted buzz cut having scary looking white dudes out there, and they're occasional. You know, trailing wife with children—it's—it's it's surreal. But yeah, um, we should uh, we should uh, solicit more dudes to volunteer to do that. Hey, I, I try. Actually, if anybody's interested, T Fund uh, does these services all over Texas, not just DFW. Um, we can drop their um, their website and links. One of our alumni of Yon Podcast uh, used to work with them, and um, yeah, they're always taking volunteers. Yeah, if you're a, a dude that is interested in volunteering, or anybody really, but definitely yes, more dudes, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can send us an email, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, we'll connect you up with yep, that. Yup, it is a thing. But yeah, so that was my weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Anything else you'd like to share? Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Hi, John. Hi. How was your week? Um, I had to take a day off of work because I got a sinus infection from a coworker Ooh. that knocked me on my ass. Who, who, who are you making out with? It's the one that no burps one. all the time. No, not that one. Although I, yeah, I've said all I'm going to say off air about that <laughs> person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take some steroids all week. I finished my medication. You do look pretty swole this week, <laughs> I was going to say. I finished my medication today. I didn't like it. made me feel really jittery. Roided um, out. Angry. Yeah, the pills. And I also had like this, it's like a prescription. It's basically just, what's that, nose uh, flonase? Mm-hmm. It's basically just a prescription version of that. I didn't realize that you're just to do some squirts in the morning, some squirts at the, in the evening, and I was squirting that shit all day at work. And I'm like, why am I? Addicted, by the way, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do I feel so strung out right now? It's not a, it's not a mist either, right? It's like a... Uh, it's like a, a little stream, at least the Flonase stuff was. Yeah, I don't, I've never had Flonase. I mean, and this one's kind of like, misty. Oh, it is. Does anybody else know, like, a, a, literally, like, a clade of folks in high school that were legit hooked on no. some kind of nasal spray? It's not, a, it's not like Afrin. Like, it doesn't, like, clear your sinuses. It's just like a liquid steroid. Yeah, I, I had a friend, I had a couple of friends in high school. But I could totally see getting spray. addicted to Afrin because there's nothing better when I am congested I've than Afrin. Never it just clears that. that shit up where you can breathe again it's amazing i just do spicy food and sinus massages and the occasional neti pot but that's just me Ooh, neti, i God, think man i think neti pots are bullshit sometimes they work and sometimes they don't it depends on what you're dealing with it's, doesn't it's, it feel it's like allergies. it's coming out of your eye i mean no. it, it can if you squeeze too hard sometimes mm. it comes out of my mouth gross thanks john <laughs> That fluidity stuff sometimes. goes in like a like a liquid gel kind of thing, and then it goes down your throat, like yeah, and you feel a little panic, yeah. like uh, like when you're swimming and you accidentally get a little water in your nose. You're like, <laughs> yeah, that was really the problem with the sinus infection because I always have post nasal drip, so it was giving me like this horrible sore throat, and I thought mm-hmm. I had strep throat. But then when I went to the doctor, like, no, you have a sinus infection, mm-hmm. I baby. Like, I know the coworker that gave it to me, and then we did a little communication, and we found out we. Their doctors gave us the same medication. Did you open hand slap him to the face? It's a her, so I did not. But I did make her feel guilty enough that she uh, gave me a Reese's peanut butter bunny for Easter. And I said, I'm sorry. And then I continued to scold her and say, this is why, because she was like, I thought it was just allergies. I was like, fuck no. No. You don't feel good. You stay the fuck home. It's also a matter of if you're expelling yellow things, it's not just allergies. Oh, mine was not yellow. Mine was like bright ass Neon alien green. That's even more low hanging fruit to uh, shame women, John. Yeah, thanks, John. Well, stay home. But we have PTO for a reason. You don't feel good, stay the fuck home. That is unfortunate. Every single thing society tells us. Yeah, I'm no longer going to feel guilty about because I felt guilty having to text in saying, hey, I'm not going to be going in today. And then it was um, compounded when, is that the right word? Compounded? Mm -hmm. Compounded When my boss didn't text me back. Until the next day, and I thought, oh, she's pissed at me. But she was like, no, I was just busy. Isn't text the best invention in the context of being sick for work? Yeah. Like, now you don't have to like make up a voice. Like <laughs> uh, you make up a voice. I feel I feel really sick tonight. That sounds like a holdover. If you try to tell your parents you were sick and they want to go to school. Oh yeah, totally. That never worked on my mom. She was like, do you have a? Uh, the, the, it was always, do you have a temperature? If you didn't have a fucking temperature, you're going to school. Oh no, for me it was, do you? Um, 
do you have a headache when you open your eyes or close your eyes? Is what my mom would say. What's this trick question? And if you have a headache when you close your eyes, you're drunk. Uh, sure. No. If if if, if, you, if your headache persists when you close your eyes, then that means it's you're actually Syphilis. sick. If you oh. have a headache when you um, open your eyes and close your eyes, how's it go? I forgot which one it was. There was one magical solution. I forgot which one it was that meant you could stay home. The other one was like, no, you just got a little. Just drink some water. Go to school. I think it was if the headache per, if the headache was still happened if, if if closing your eyes made the headache not go away then you know fucking go to then then you did go to school I think God I don't remember which one it was Uh oh you better figure that out In case I gotta stay home again Fuck you know, anyway. I still get nightmares about like high school and college like Oh I'm so done with like those. stress like Oh my God I didn't do my homework type of thing Oh really And I'm gonna be forty soon What wow. the fuck I don't know, John. What the fuck? Twenty-year high school reunion. I'm getting posts about that on Facebook. <sighs> I and I'm do. looking at them, and I'm looking at those people. I'm like, I don't even remember you. I remember your name, but I don't remember there you. Were, Holy shit, you look really old. We have high school reunions from Allen. There were like a thousand people in our classes. Yeah, but I mean, if you're the part of the cool crowd, I'm very. We very are proud the cool crowd. Oh my god, sure. So. I am very proud of the fact that I did not go to my 20-year high school reunion. Oh, I'm not going to go. I mean, honestly, the only reason to go for me, this is going to sound hopelessly shallow because it is, the only reason I'll go to my high school reunion would be to either A, sleep with that one person that I didn't get a chance to sleep with when I was in high school, or B, you know, go there and just show off for what? I don't care about any of these people. So I I don't understand why to go. I went to my my sister's because she's two years younger than me because I was friends with a lot of her friends and one of her friends and one of my mutual friends asked me to go with her as her date. So that's why I went to that one. But apart from that high school reunions, I've been to a couple of my friends eye candy before. That was kind of hot and fun. Yeah, I've... All the dicks I've wanted to suck from high school have already done sucked. <laughs> Good, for no Good for you. No reason. Good for you on go hitting back. your on hitting your wickets there, John. Good job. Good job. Anyway, Dip we don't want to run. I'm done with my week. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's, I got sick. That's it. Oh, nothing else really happened. Oh, okay. Oh, I went to Winstar. Left plus some. Oh, did Jimmy you, and I did. Yeah. Did you win? Plus some. Yeah. Was it uh, just lots? Just slots. Slots. Yeah. You two slots. Sometimes I like to go to Winstar just to see what it was like in like 1989, because that's what some of the people are, their style is totally out of 1989. <laughs> well, we're going to make it big this time. Oh <laughs> like, well, before no. we go over long, Megan, <laughs> yeah. what about your. I'll try and make time? it. I'll try and make it quick. Yeah, uh, four minutes. She is more than four minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see what happened. Uh, so, Thursday, I get off at 4 30, right? Um, so at like 4.17, I, I say like, but it was exactly because I, I went back and looked. I had a, I was texting with, not texting, but uh, messaging over the computer with one of my colleagues. And uh, she's like, you should come over to my office because we are off in, you know, it's like 13 minutes. No, no, we, we do it all the time. Uh, she's my friend. So she's part of Legs, which is a, a, a two-woman comedy duo. Because her name starts with L and my name is Megs and we're both uh, around six feet tall. Mm, hot. So, yeah. Actually, my friend Lee came up with that. I can't take credit. But anyway, so, uh, so I went and we were in her office. And the next day I came back to my desk and I saw that there was a message from my uh, boss. What is it? Louisiana Lisa. <laughs> And, uh, is this that problematic ass boss? <laughs> oh yeah. What were you all talking about in that meeting that I wasn't invited to? So, so the boss sent me a message at four twenty six, four minutes before I get off work, saying, um, "Are you available?" Fuck no. And then I get a there was um, 
an email from her that same night that I read uh, that Friday morning that said, um, please, you need to finish your, uh, your tour or your, your shift um, and not leave early unless I give you permission. And uh, so I just wrote back, just because I'm not at my desk doesn't mean I'm not in the building. Mm. So, uh, so later that day, I knew it was coming. She sends me a message. Can you come to my office, please? So I went to her fucking office, and uh, she says, uh, "You, um, I got your email, and uh, if you weren't at your desk, then where were you? And I said, all right, well, here's what I did. First, I went to the bathroom, uh, and then I went to my colleague's office to discuss a case, which is not true, that's discuss a case part but it doesn't matter Uh, but we were talking about work related things so that counts right Um, and uh, she's like well there was a suicidal patient that needed to be seen and I couldn't find anybody but this other person that's on the team and uh, And you're like so what's the problem you found a person I was like well uh, you work here I didn't say that (laughs) I didn't say that but I thought you work here Uh, she's like I had so many things to do and and I was like, well, uh, look, I can't be at my desk all the goddamn time. That's not how it works. That's not how the world works. I also didn't say that part. I just said I can't be at my desk all the time. Also, did she call you or text you or did she since like an IM or what? How did she reach out to you? I am. So tell me, if it was that incredibly important. That, oh, uh, yeah. Text <laughs> me, girl. There are these phone things or what these devices. I would love to get a text from you at 426. Yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, so she's like grilling me. Like she doesn't believe that I'm still in the building. And, uh, I said, okay, you tell me what you want me to do and I will do that thing. And she's like, I just need you to be available. And I said, that's really vague. And I don't know what that means. So that leaves it open for you to be upset with me again next time. Cause you're not giving me uh, a specific directive. And she and she kept saying, "I can see you're defensive. I can see you're defensive, right?" Mm. So she's fucking passive aggressive in you, yeah, totally. Uh, So, (laughs) and I I was really calm because I've had enough. And uh, she said, um, "Okay, well, that's all." And so I started to get up, and I'm leaving. And I'm going towards the door and she goes, you're just being really defensive. And so we can talk about this another time. And so I came and I sat back down and I said, I don't want to talk about this another time. Is there something that you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Because we should do it right now. I don't want to revisit this conversation. Is this how therapists fight? This is like Jedi mind tricks back and forth. You're like Yoda lifting some like Columbine or some huge like piece of wall or something towards her. And she's like moving her hand and like lifting a stormtrooper and throwing it at you or something. I was using my therapist voice. You were clearly using your therapist voice and your therapist force. (laughs) You don't want me to come and sit in this chair. You want to let me leave early. I don't want to revisit this conversation. So if there's something else you want to talk about, we should do it now. And so she's, she's like, no, no. Uh, the era of my goodwill is now over. Oh. Now 
ushered in is the era of stone face Megs. I am no longer helping her with the benefit of the doubt and being the only person on the team she thinks doesn't hate her because now there are no people that don't hate her. And how does that make you feel? It makes me feel pretty good. <laughs> Empowered. <laughs> Empowered is the word I would use. So she's like, no. Uh, and then she wouldn't like look at me. She says, no, I just, you're really defensive. Don't say that again. And, uh, and I've had the week from hell, so I was like... Why, why is she in... Why, it sounds like she doesn't like her job. Why is she doing it? Because she's She doesn't well seem like she's good benefits. at it either. Oh, she, she moved here from Louisiana because she got a pay raise. And, and I, this is a theory. I have no evidence, but probably because she was not very well liked where she was the last place. So they're place. just shuffling him around like priests. Yeah, probably. Brilliant. Um, wow. Except she got a promotion. So mm. she's now the, you know, archbishop or I don't know what the. I big, think, I, think you should, the, I don't know. What. You should uh, let her, her superior know. Because perhaps, not to try and get her fired, but perhaps in uh, Oklahoma City, there's a position that, that she'd be perfect for. Yeah. Well, Legs has some intel that suggests that maybe she's not long for this position good because she's not good at it that, um, that's what we're actually kind of going uh through that at my job right now we're, we're we're restructuring a lot of things and at a certain point i mean it's just poor business to have somebody in a role that's not good at their job but they're just there because they've been there for so long you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like if 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 you obviously, it doesn't seem like you care. You're not learning. You're costing us money. Um, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the unfortunate managerial thing with that is, A, retraining somebody, B, the administrative downtime, and C, the fact that no human likes to rock any boat in the first place. So the perceived lift of or the, the effort, the emotional energy of, well, we got to tell this person to go. And then that makes me feel awkward and I feel bad. And, you know, institutions are not good at doing the thing you're talking right. about. But Megan's, but Megan's, she has like a real job that impacts a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so it seems incredibly irresponsible to have somebody in a, in a managerial position that is not managerial. But that's what all managers end up doing, though. But the primary problem I perceive to be this. There are no adults. Nobody is steering the ship. And I mean that for it's the like entire fucking Parks fucking and Rec world, over there. Man. <laughs> yeah. That, but that's a good representation of the entire world. When I was a kid, we've talked about this before, I thought, oh, there are these grown-ups and they know what the fuck's going on and they'll just, you know, like guide <laughs> us in the right direction. Nobody has any goddamn idea yeah. what the fuck is happening. Um, and everyone is basically incompetent. And we are... Um, promoted to the the pinnacle of our incompetence and that is what has happened here and actually let me, let me retcon what i said not all managers but this the problem that we're discussing is common in any institution in yes. which somebody yeah. has but i mean i've had access i've or, had or, some know. great managers in in my I, years of employment i've had some really shitty ones mm-hmm. that if i could go back and turn back time I would file lawsuits because I've been sexually harassed by this one boss at Anchor Blue terribly. But I was too young and too, like, not immature. Uh, Uh, Didn't know my rights. Yeah. You were disenfranchised. That I was grossly taken advantage of on numerous occasions. Oh, yeah. 
So fuck Anchor Blue. I'm so glad that place went out of business. And I hope Alyssa, whatever the fuck your last name is, I hope you're dead now. You're a horrible person. Was that in uh, Collin Creek Mall? Yeah. Yeah, I worked. (laughs) I worked in Collin Creek also. Yeah, it was right right near uh, Wolf Camera, actually. Is that still? Oh, I was was at a Signature Images. Oh, yeah, that place. Yeah, Signature. Sorry. Uh, Is that place, is that mall still open? It is. Is it closed? It's... It's open. My understanding is open, but it's it's like a zombie mall. Like there's Ooh, nothing. Like a it's jo- like open George Romero close. Mall. I yeah, love so like the mall kind. walkers are still there. That's the best kind. That's where you get uh, really good discounts on shit. Eh? You like that joke? I think uh, Valley View is the uh, same way right now, uh, where it's just vacant. They're you know. That's a joke about looting. Um. So what else happened? Oh, another story from work. I can't believe I didn't call you guys and tell you this immediately. So uh, there's a, a person that works uh, not in my specific department, but in an adjacent uh, department. And he, um, uh, he's he been messaging with me. I've, I had only really seen this person like, like face-to-face, maybe twice. It was a good face. <laughs> uh, he's got a pretty good face, actually. Um, <laughs> But, uh, so he had said at one point we should hang out sometime. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I like friends. So, uh, he was like, um, uh, why don't we go on Thursday and we'll get a drink and whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So we went out after work and, uh, he's, I, you know, I basically know very, I know very little about this dude and he's telling me about, um, and I had I had some suspicion that was then confirmed when we were out. I said, "Look, you and your wife are swingers, aren't you?" <gasps> and he's like, "Well, it's we call it the lifestyle." <laughs> he kept saying lifestyle. Um, additionally, this dude is like a conservative Republican <laughs> who is very into the family structure. He said. I was like, all right, cool, cool. So I'm asking him questions because I am very curious because this is this is amusing yeah. to me. Fascinating. Fascinating is what I mean, yes. Uh, and he's like, um, he said basically that they there's no, the rule is there's no penetration. There's just mouth stuff. <laughs> Isn't that penetration? Uh, Some folks would argue yes. I mean, not for me, but I, you know, it's a good argument to be had. Uh, in the opposite direction, but I was like, "Well, what's the fucking point? If it, what, what was it? The uh, if it isn't penetration, it's not worth a kiss." That's that's uh, a line from a song, but um, I didn't come up with that. But I would have the Weezer it wasn't already done. No, it's uh, I think it's Pedro the Lion. Actually. I have so much to say about this, <laughs> but it's kidding. really not worth my time. No, I really want to hear it. So, um, so and and he's like very like into military culture and guns and stuff and like I've seen like three flag red flags. Oh, I know three I know. red flags already. No. Um, but you know you have uh, you hang out with people that don't have matching you know whatever and it's it's fun you know it's not i mean yeah it's good to have have a group a diverse group of friends i mean except if they're conservative uh, republicans probably gonna be an acquaintance more than like a like a real close pal (laughs) um so you're not gonna enter the lifestyle right which means he's not gonna let me into his bunker (laughs) unfortunately which is just a price i'm gonna have to pay (laughs) but uh uh 
so so we went to this bar and whatever and um uh at one point he was like um are you are you asian and i was like do i <gasps> look asian fuck? and he said well you know i don't you know you never know i was like okay, uh mm, no and then later he said something it wasn't racist but it was uh racist adjacent yes racist (laughs) adjacent and uh i said well okay my mom is asian and he goes oh god really and i said yeah but it's okay i'm not gonna tell her what you said and he said i didn't i I don't ever want to offend you it's like dude come on it's fine (laughs) i don't know if he still thinks that my mom is asian i don't know if i corrected myself i can't remember but anyway uh, P.S. Long story long. So it's, you know, like 9.15 and I got to drive back to Dallas. I'm like, okay, dude, well, um, I'm going to, you want to head out? Because I'm, I'm going to go because I got to go back to Dallas. He's and like, he oh, okay. you wanted to make out? No, 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 no. He and, didn't do and, that. And not be penetrated? And he didn't touch me, oh. which is good, right? Um, and he was like, we're walking back to our cars. And he says, so uh you and your boyfriend have you ever thought about like being swingers and i said no (laughs) (laughs) have a good night he's like oh yeah have a have a good night this was fun it's like yes it was fun goodbye goodbye forever so so then i texted the engineer and i told him and he says um I don't have enough medallions for that lifestyle. And I said, what do you mean medallions? He said, I don't know. It just seems like something that swingers would use <laughs> for something. That's, and, that's probably not entirely and lotion. Accurate, yeah. yeah, medallions so, and lotion. Uh, yeah, so there was that. So, so now I, uh, you know, I have this, this fun story. Oh my and I'll God. probably hang out with this dude again because it's fun. So, um, yeah. So, go on. <sighs> So first, I'll, I'll, I'll have, have a caveat. Mm-hmm. We he, he said conservative Republican. I'm not clear if that encompasses like those queers are useless, or women should stay at home and be pregnant, or abortions are terrible, or screw the poor folks, or all of the above, or none of the above, because mm-hmm. there are varying shades of conservatives. That I that is true, and I don't know the answer because he mm-hmm. didn't talk about any of those things. He's got to be at least a little bit queer if he's. Oh, not in the necessi- lifestyle. Not necessarily, and that's where my bone to pick begins. Is because if he is on the, the conservative, queer is probably not the right word, but you know what I mean. Like he has heteroflexible, to, some, whatever, something, maybe a little it's bit. possible, or he could be straight as a goddamn arrow, whatever. But the, the the point is that if, he, however, he does track conservative, or at least you know non-supportive or non-believing or non-whatever on any of the issues I listed previously regarding you know the women and the queers and the gays or whatever then it kind of shows just how particular he is about I can be able to do whatever the fuck it is that I want to do that makes me feel good but none of y'all motherfuckers can even though the thing that whatever it is that you're doing has nothing the fuck to do with me Mm-hmm. And that's where it makes me a little. See, I see it more like a possible, like a, a public face and a private face. So the private face would be the lifestyle, because my 
understanding of swingers, which is very limited, because mm-hmm. I myself have never been to a swinging club or anything like that. But so it's mostly just like podcasts, like sex positive podcast, podcasts, like um, uh, what's his name, Dan Savages, mm. for example, or uh, 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 what's that? Uh, what? Sorry about last night. What are those? The women in New York, guys, uh, we, guys, we fucked. Guys yeah, fucked. where one of the the cornerstones of the quote swinging lifestyle is consent yeah and it's usually very like female first where i mean i don't know what the situation is so it's so it seems like that that could possibly um but it can also go sorry go ahead oh i didn't i didn't get any clue and i was listening for them i didn't get any clues about how he really feels uh about religion it didn't seem like he felt very strongly about it because he was like you know are you religious and i was like fuck no and he's like okay uh and that was really it um i didn't get any uh, he didn't say anything about the queers. Yeah, or, maybe he's uh, like just culturally Republican because he's from fucking Texas. And this is the point I'm trying to he's make. He's not, but he's not from <laughs> oh, Texas, he's not. but he's from Florida, which is worse. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but still, the, the 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 thing that twitches me out a little bit is some portion. There's not a not small portion of these folk that are into the swinging lifestyle that it's basically as close to they can get as like a biblical style men can do whatever the fuck they want and have 10 wives as they can get comfortably without necessarily being out and about like that mm-hmm. and if like uh fucking a handsmaid tale were to spawn on earth tomorrow they would be just as happy because as far as they're concerned it's more of what they want so and the actual agency and or consent of the women involved is entirely secondary they're just playing along with that game yeah you need to figure out which lifestyle okay he's in. well to that point that reminds me so um so his wife is quite a bit younger than he is, mm-hmm. and uh, which which is a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. What's wrong Can't with cross generational relationships, Megan? Sometimes they work out beautifully. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> typically when it's uh, when it's uh, you know a heterosexual relationship, it it, it doesn't work out beautifully. Um, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That was a really good one. That that really turned out well. Uh, like, and, and I'm thinking like when I was a teenager and I was banging dudes in their like mid to late twenties, that's, that's, this is a, the kind of like a grooming You're thing, such a right? seductress. No, I'm, I was, <laughs> they were just really not cool 20 somethings. So, um, but, but I said like, so you like met your wife and you guys are both into this or he's like, well, she's a little less into it than I am. Uh, mm. Right. Right. So, um, He's like, you know, she'll, she'll, they don't go out together. Okay. So it's ethical non monogamy, really. Oh, right? so they're not swingers. Uh, they don't, no, they don't, uh, because swingers, minor so. saying is very like, there's like a, yeah, I mean, it's a lifestyle. It was a, like a there are a variety of different yeah. flavors and they types went. and kinds of, of, of swingers. Does but it, yes. Are they still swingers if they do it? Well, there's usually involved Separately? swinging. I mean, again, like switching partners. Yeah, yeah, it, it depends. Or there's, you know, one <laughs> one will watch while the other ones, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to pull this yeah. off. But regardless, the fact that she <laughs> to is pull this off. Yeah, but but the fact the fact that she's not as into it as he is, and it seems to be basically a and way because for him she's to younger. Have, yeah, and and it seems to be mostly a way for him to boff whoever she wants while she goes along with it for the sake of staying with him. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah, that's super and fun. later in the evening, I I did like through my questioning, he did say something like. Uh, I was like, so mouth stuff, like that sounds dumb. Like, what's the point? And uh, and he was like, um, well, you know, eventually, like, maybe, hopefully, it'll 
It'll not be just that. So, I mean, he's basically grueling yeah, this woman to He's, he's, he's to become, uh, burning her like a crab. But, but, but why, like, fucking get married, you know? Like, just, uh, just bang a bunch of people then. I don't understand that. Cultural expectations. Because you want to have somebody to depend on all and the time? And or hang around your house and cook and clean and raise your babies. Right. Yeah, so hence the, hence the you know, bridesmaid's tale. Comment. Right. So, yeah. Handmaids. That's, thank you. Yeah. Handmaids, not yeah. Bridemaid's Tale could be an interesting That could be a great ooh, offshoot, yeah. though. Nice parody. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that'd be fun. Uh, ooh, that's a nice par- We could do a comedy. Yeah, that'd be charming. Radio yeah. comedy. All right. So, uh, so that was it, really. Uh, also, we had a guy shouting on our front porch uh, last night that I had to call the police. Because He had a little too much to drink, or was he no, he's vagrant? He's a local homeless dude, um, but he's. He's the only one in the neighborhood that I've noticed that has been like, like physically aggressive with other people. Like, I wonder um, if he was the bowling ball guy. The bowling ball guy. The guy that got arrested for for rolling the bowling ball right down uh, Cedar Springs. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> right down the a, middle of the road. I talked about it on the podcast. So I remember that story, yeah. but I don't know who that I guy is. I have no is. recollection. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He always uh, vandalizes the resource center, and he also ripped up um, a bunch of. Uh, the landscaping out front of one of the restaurants. This seems like, a white seems guy. like oh yeah, this is a white guy. Uh, he was wearing yesterday was wearing a hot pink. Yeah, he was wearing guy. hot pink fishnets and yeah. huh. something else. There are two guys like that though. Two guys wearing hot pink fishnets. What are the fucking chances? Uh, in this neighborhood, pretty pretty <laughs> high. Fair enough. Um, but uh, this guy usually doesn't wear shoes. He almost attacked. Uh, Rudiger Smoot once when we were having brunch. Oh, darn. Right. Like, at the time, I thought that was a bad thing, and now I think that uh, I wish that would have happened in front of me <laughs> in retrospect. Um, but but this guy, I was... Uh, the, the worst thing was I was at the grocery a few weeks ago, and I passed this young woman who was probably about my age, so she was an old woman, whatever. And um, he was behind me, and then as soon as she passed, he turned around and started like following really close and like catcalling her, and uh, just saying like really rude shit. And she just kept walking. But uh, but he's a he's a he's an aggressive dude. But anyway, I walked away. The end. That's all. That's all that happened. That's a hell of a week you had there, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so eventful week. Let's uh, take a little breaky break. We'll Pre- come back HD. and discuss other right. things. Pause it. Pausing. Now, can we finally now stop discussing the details of Grimace's alleged reproduction? That conversation will never end. Actually, until McDonald's answers some very important questions, I believe you're right. We I want some know. answers from McDonald's. I, 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 I'm the one who wants answers. You're the one who shamed, shamed me for wanting those answers. I just think that you should be classier about asking them, that's all. I'm not, I'm not asking Grimace what his genitals look like in the same way that one could very questionably and or um, rudely ask a transgender person because literally I don't even know what species Grimace is. Uh, do you have a hot topic? <laughs> a 
was good placement, actually. I was going to say that was that's literally probably like our best drop slash transition ever. I, I, I really, I kind of want to like you know put a trophy in that sucker. But yeah, and, I do. Uh, what is your hot topic, please? Um, my hot topic is uh, wildly careening and um, um, what's what I'm looking for? Amorphous, like many of my hot topics. Um, so. <sighs> I saw a common thread in both the flurry of Notre Dame donations. Uh, I think it's almost totaling a billion now to rebuild that cathedral. Mm. And um, the Lori McLaughlin, Aunt Becky, four months jail time slash other lady who was, or the, who was surprised that she was even, what she did was wrong. Felicity Huffman. Thank you. Yeah, those two people. And um, the Mueller report that I don't want to go in about ad nauseum but just how one of the things it revealed is that basically you can be ignorant of what campaign finance laws that you're breaking and it's literally the only law that i can think of where ignorance of the law is actually an excuse that will get you out of being prosecuted and that in contrast with the way all of those sorts of things are treated for less fortunate folk like in the case of notre dame yeah one billion dollars towards that and flint needs 55 million for water that won't poison people um laura mclaughlin and whatever her name is felicity puffman lady contrasted with uh and their uh, um, alleged jail time and that money they and that money they had to throw around versus um women that are the, the, the one woman that was is doing like 12 years for sending her kids to a, a different school knowingly because she wanted to have better opportunities at a better school um, I don't know about that lady. Yeah, she yeah. falsified her address. Yeah. Because, Where was this? Florida. Uh, I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you which day off the top of my head, but just how, you know, both parents are doing the best they can to get what they feel their kids need to succeed and the way in which they're treated by the law. Um, and then we go on to... Is it a, a socioeconomic difference between the two women? Well, I mean, yes, and it's also... Is it a racial difference? That is also true, okay. yes. <laughs> um I would argue it's also, I mean, we in the States don't talk nearly enough about class and how we are literally in the midst of a second Gilded Age, and these are clear indications of that and its offshoots. And then finally with the uh, um, Mueller report and how it, and how it handles campaign finance, uh, 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 campaign finance uh, laws and whatnot, about how when you talk about things like civil forfeiture, it's literally the police saying, oh, your property was involved with this crime. You know, your house was complicit or your car was complicit and then being able to confiscate those materials, even if there wasn't even a crime that was actually committed or if you were found innocent of said crime or um, it was someone committing a crime in your house. Your house was still involved. Your car was still involved. Your property was still involved. They can then take that property and then sell it and keep the cash for themselves. And um, where, uh, again, it has nothing to do with your ignorance or knowledge of the law that is still the institution protecting itself in that capacity. Uh, so, yeah, just we're finally it's 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 now absolutely inexorably clear that there is more than one system of justice in this country. We have data to back up that uh, that statement, and there are some folk that still don't believe that it exists. It's not new that we have data to back that up, though. Well, yeah, I agree, but it, it's starting to creep its way into pop culture loudly. More than just like the occasional, um, the occasional scandal or whatever. The scandals are often interpreted as this rare outlier or this one thing happened this one time. This one person managed to find a way to break the rules, as opposed to this is 
been a thing of the past of the robber baron era or the first gilded age and no now it's back and it's been happening for a while i mean look at uh, jerry epstein that epstein dude you know child molester a fantastical dude from florida mm. who is pretty much involved with a large number of prominent politicians including donald trump and bill clinton and a whole bunch of the folks uh. who was basic as a huge expose in the miami herald about this guy epstein and how the i think the current is it interior secretary no it's a different guy some some prosecutor who basically cut him the deal that allowed him to basically get away scot free for um, um, molesting or sexually harassing literally and running his own like miniature kitty uh, pedophile ring like the real thing so not the hard pizza to gate keep kind. up with, with yeah all it, of them but the point is that because of his influence and access to famous folk and probably his lists of folk that he dealt with that nobody wants to hear about that he managed to get away entirely scot free for all that stuff and. That is the way it has worked and the way it continues to work. And because the law, which we're all allegedly beholden to, looks out for one set of people very, very differently from the way it looks out for other people. And that's the way the law has been at this point increasingly designed. We look at things like Citizens United or whatever else that, you know, we're supposed to continue to follow the law because... So are you anticipating that this is going to... I mean, you said just a minute ago that... uh the data is more uh, prominent now. People are are have more better access to it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's going to make a difference in? I something? really, really hope so. Okay, uh, because usually in cases like this, there is some kind of civil upheaval, or as we're experiencing right now, a demagogue or other populist movement takes advantage of that nascent rage and shapes it to whatever their desired outcome is. I can't think of a time in history when the 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 lower class said fuck this shit I can't take it anymore and then re rebalanced the scale. Or it's the French Revolution or that Cuba or, or South America or other well let's put it this way there have been attempts to do so and they were mostly successful as far as flipping tables, but then the tables were put back in whatever configuration they wanted to put, who, put the tables in. It was under the watchful eye of whatever military junta or whatever dictator or whatever authoritarian or whatever dem- demagogue that basically ended up being more of the same, just different Kool-Aid flavor. I think France could be the one example. Because yeah. the, they protest every all the fucking time. Yeah, they 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 do a lot of protesting for not working forty hours a week. Yeah. That's a that's a big that's a big point of contention for the French. Uh, but, but France has an advantage that we don't have because which they're what? so small. They are they are small well, uh, in country I, I, and just BMI. I would also argue that the current yellow vest uh, protests in France point to both the validity of their strength in protest, but also that their previous revolutions have still not achieved their desired political state. Yeah, because yeah, there's there's a right wing in France, isn't there? Yep. Yeah. Is that yeah. crazy ass? Marie Le Pen yeah. and, and her father mm-hmm. and all that wackiness and how they almost actually cinched the French presidency and they got basically another... Um, how would you characterize Macron? Um... A technocrat who's still a, a big cougar fan killer. of who's still a big fan of neoliberal policy that doesn't really help a lot of the lower classes, which is why the yellow vest protests are happening. So, I I, I hear what you're saying about the French Revolution, but I feel like um, it. I feel like it's known for that in history as being a like the proletariat uprising. Mm-hmm. But what replaced the aristocracy was just a different. Upper class. Was the merchant class, yeah. So it wasn't really 
it didn't it's like the history stops before you get to the actual end result i would argue that it's more a function of just you know whatever people that manage to marshal enough resources and or control of the media or access to the media figuring out an elaborate series of pressure valves to get folks to be complacent and or calm down enough to allow them to work their magic in the system before they get before the next round of folks gets pissed off enough at them so I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom as I often am on this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I think it's important for us to interrogate those narratives and interrogate what we actually expect when we ask for justice and who that is applied to and how rigorously it is applied. And what the actual point of because then we get into the entire conversation about um, punishment versus rehabilitation or um, things of that nature, which, we, which we've talked about before. But anyway, yeah, so that was my thought this week. Uh, charity is bullshit. Tax the rich. Have a nice day. Oh yeah, charity is bullshit. Yes, it's a it's a mitigation of guilt mm-hmm. that has no actual. It's actually a great book about that. Yeah, it just came out recently. I, is oh, it I called Mitigation Is Guilt? No, it's something about the Second Gilded Age. I can't remember dude's name to save my life, but basically he goes on this long rant about how, or not long, long rant. He's been on a couple podcasts recently about this, but just talking yeah, about how. It's a book rant. Yeah, it, it is a book, not a rant. Well, arguably a book is a rant, but uh, there's no. there's no such thing as altruism. That guy. Uh, no more that just. I'm on board with that. <laughs> I I will. Who is this guy? Uh, I'd like his, his name phone number. Is um, Anand. Does he have a beard? Um, gritted, I can't pronounce his name. Girihadas. G-I-R-I. Girid Haradas. Girid Haradas. Anand Girid Haradas. Winners take all. The elite charade of changing the world on the dark side of philanthropy. Uh, did they interview him on NPR? Yes, he's been interviewed year? a couple of times yeah. because this, this okay. book came out this year. But, um, but yeah, he's. I'm sure that his Twitter so, feed probably has a lot of... Uh, we're going to throw like, money yeah. at the problem, but we're not going to actually... Um, implement any actionable mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's one of the reasons why i twitch whenever i hear npr talk about andrew carnegie and or the carnegie foundation because that was literally he, he put it in writing he literally said well yeah we folks coming up we're going to essentially screw things up because we have to in order to compete that's what businesses have to do but once we've established ourselves and we're comfy yeah we'll uh, toss some bones back to the community arguably it's our responsibility seeing as how we screwed you guys over in the first place i mean that's Lots Basically, of empty gestures. Well, he, he his his argument was the gestures did actually have a point, and that they were they were beholden to those gestures because of what they'd done. So he acknowledged the harm and acknowledged philanthropy as a grievance without acknowledging that philanthropy in that shape is still on his terms and on his time, not according to the actual need of the people or the will of the people, which is supposedly enacted by our government. Okay. Good times. Anyway, yeah, that's my hot topic. So many good times. Always. John, do you have any good times? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm excited to see the Avengers on Friday. That's all, I, that's all I'm grasping Word. at. Who and is, who's is in the Avengers? You don't give a shit. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, you don't. I especially do now. What is it? The only thing you'd care about is what's his name's beard. Somebody has a beard? Who is yes. it? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Who's that? Captain America. American oh, wait. Pie. Did he formerly not have a beard? And then he grew one for the last film. It was really hot. <laughs> I don't care about that beard. It's a good beard. Oh. Yeah. I think that I think that uh, the I think that they should start impeachment hearings. I don't see how they can't. The House Democrats. You don't. See I'm how not. They I'm can't? not. I'm not interested in this political pragmatism bullshit where they're like, oh, let's just vote him out in 2020. It's a too dangerous mm. a precedent. Oh, they need to they need to do impeachment hearings. That's 
they need to do that. Do you think that will happen? If it doesn't, we're more fucked than we were before. As opposed to waiting until... We're already fucked, but we're even well, more fucked. I feel pretty pretty badly because because it'll just say hey it's a, it's totally cool that russia like totally fucked our last election that's totally cool guys yeah it's, do it's, it again. it's whatever yeah you know we don't care have you guys seen the uh the spray paint near the the uh starbucks at rollins and oaklawn it says impeachment not just for blowjobs <laughs> oh yeah that's probably a good uh, idea uh, huh? i yeah. guess that's what really bugs me more than anything is that we're we are accustomed to Republicans lighting their hair on fire over any tiny little... They're like fucking toddlers. I wish they would literally do that. For example, <laughs> that fat fuck Huckabee. Hmm. The father, not the daughter. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I'm glad that you... How sweet of you, John. Glad you specified. Going good. after April fucking Ryan after oh. she said that the oh. thing about lobbing the heads off, these are metaphorical heads, not literal heads. And he's saying that she should get her credentials pulled for inciting violence. What is We're this? like, are you fucking kidding me, Huckabee? I haven't heard about this. It's... Unimportant. Who's, it's who's just, April it's just Ryan? Like, April Ryan, she's a, she's one of the, she's a reporter okay. that does the, uh, with White the, House beat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you probably, I like her. She's, she, she's fun. So she used a metaphor and. She used a metaphor because she, the she's dad one of the people like, that no. Sarah Sanders would go after a lot. Now Sarah Sanders, if she's there, she won't even let April Ryan ask a question. They just like <laughs> stonewall her. Um, send the Mueller report. We already knew that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was a fucking liar, but she got literally like she had to not lie <laughs> because she was under oath. You have to admit that. Must have been so very she had to tell she had to tell the truth. And so, you know, April Ryan said, hey, she's a fucking liar. She should resign or be fired. Which, off, yeah, off we could see heads. that. Yeah. With um, a giant machete. But anyway, my point is, like, we're so accustomed to the Republicans being fucking crazy about everything that it's time for the Democrats when it's like, hey, this is something that really did happen. You guys should really be up in arms and pulling out every fucking trick you can by, by saying this this president is, is so obviously not fit for the office. I, but I, they don't because they have to be they have to always appear to be the adults in the room. And it's bullshit. They're holding off with the confirmation of a couple of more lifetime judge appointments and maybe the passage of Ugh. one more tax-related thing and or the uh, them to finally get through something that's going to try and take out Roe v. Wade. And then finally, once they've completed enough of their agenda to suck all the marrow out of the bones of democracy while they can, they may indeed finally realize, oh my goodness, how is it he was so terrible this whole time? We had no idea. I and mean, after all of this, how can the Republicans still be considered the... the Family values party because after all of this, and how do we let them get away with it over and over again? That guy fucked a porn star before Melania's vagina was even sewn back together. Because ideological consistency is unimportant in the pursuit of political ambition. People, uh, people see what they want to see, and and you, you're saying they need to do these things before we can come back around before we can say, Oh, well this guy's so horrible. I can't believe this happened. So full circle, basically because in the beginning, mm -hmm. everyone who is public is publicly supporting him, including my dad. What the fuck are you doing? Dad? Uh, you know, everybody was like, uh, this fucking clown. And you know, after all this shit is over, they're going to be like, Oh yeah, this fucking clown. Our bad. 
I just don't understand how anybody, any honest broker, can go over that that report and still think, oh, it's fine. Like I think I think it'd be better for them to go through the hearings. They're probably going to be drug out for the rest of the presidency anyway. So the goal end goal isn't even to even remove the fucker. But they, I I don't see how he can be reelected. And I don't see, and furthermore, he's going to be taking down every single Republican that's blocking for him, too. You know? Like, how can he be like, okay, uh, let's go uh, to page 126 here. This is what happened. And you're, you're saying that this didn't happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, you saying the term, uh, this is going to be drug out, reminded me of, and, I, and maybe this is in the same vein. So uh, the ex-boyfriend was working uh, for the DOJ on the, uh, what is it, the cigarettes, the like Philip Morris. Oh. Right? Oh, the, the loss, yeah. Which has been going on for, for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, and I asked him at one point, like, what, you know, what is the purpose of this? What, why don't they just like, I mean, they have a lot of evidence. Why don't they just like end it? Mm-hmm. And he said, the purpose is not to end it. It's to extract information. And I wonder if this is not the same thing. Like, you know, if we were... um referencing the same reality hopefully we are but i don't know that that's true but if we were like okay uh uncle this is this is bananas <laughs> i'm not gonna do this anymore uh i'm gonna call this let's end it right here but but we're not doing that so you said earlier like i don't know why they're allowing him to or why we're allowing them to I, what what can we do to stop that? We what can we do that? I don't know. I don't know what the action is. I did like <laughs> the uh, the Trump statement where, oh my god, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. So so that we actually be, we said need that. to get that. Yeah, we need to get that on a bunch of bumper stickers. And <laughs> <laughs> that's Trump 2020. I'm fucked. And it's not enough. And it, there, there's never going to be enough. If people I, believe what they that, want to believe, think, there's nothing that you, you think can... that his more, most ardent supporters now are just too embarrassed to admit that they got played. Um, so I could respond to both of those questions. Uh, first, to answer your question, Megan, about how um, I just want to point out that the tobacco executives who literally lied before Congress regarding their knowledge of tobacco being addictive and so on back in the was it late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, there's yeah. no one that will say tobacco doesn't cause cancer. Well, th- that's the thing. They did back then, and yeah, they I did know, say it wasn't addictive. And they never, to my knowledge, because I did some research on this a while because I was curious, um, those guys are still at business in charge of other companies Absolutely, making a million yeah. dollars. There's no, there were no repercussions for those actions. They, their companies were sued to ridiculous degrees, but their golden parachute still deployed successfully. Um, insofar as your question, John, about like how do these hardcore folk feel, there is a lot of research on the psychology of people that when presented with data that is outside of their purview or contrasts with their narrative or stuff that they viscerally disagree with, they just dig in harder. That's one of the fun things that humans do. They have literally a news outlet telling them all the things that they want to hear about this. There's literally, they hang out in their little covens of other Trump supporters and have enough positive validation and or um, uh, uh, good feeling angry memes to make sure that their steady diet of rage and self-righteous uh, feelings of, 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 of in, in entitlement 
are adequately buttressed to the point where they're literally not going to change. If you have a narrative and there are facts that contrast with that narrative, you will continue to invest in your narrative. Yeah. To that end, do do you think, because I know uh, Sanders just recently did a town hall on Fox News. Which Sanders? Bernie. Um, Do you think... Not Huckabee Sanders. Sanders. Uh, Do you think that more Democratic uh, contenders should do town halls? Because I can can see how that would be giving the, the message, their message to the Fox News populace. Which could be interesting. However, at the same time, it gives legitimacy to Fox News, which is bad because that's not a legitimate news outlet. I go both ways on it. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're going to say something? Oh, no. I just that I, I had not seen the video of. Did you see the video of that town hall? I've seen clips of it. Because I just saw seemed, a meme. Yeah, something the one about where. Not brushing my hair and using a balloon. <laughs> I don't always brush my hair, but when I do, it's with a balloon. <laughs> he, he did a really good job, actually. Yeah. He kind of fucked shit up and made the Fox hosts look like fucking idiots. And if other... But Democratic- to whom? Because to us, they already look no, like no, fucking no, no, idiots. No, literally to the... Fo- I mean, it was largely... It was a... They, they did the... Folk conducting the interview were obviously, you know, died in the wool Fox and supporters. And the audience was people that were either independent or, or, or Democrats to begin with. So he was playing to a somewhat friendly field, which was kind of one of Fox's mistakes. Because when he got up there, they were asking things like, well, how will you pay for that? And whatever and so on. And he would just turn it neatly on its ear and make them sound like fucking idiots. And the crowd was loving it. So as far as optics, he did a great job regardless of which lens you're looking through. Re- okay. Uh, I just, but to your point earlier, like people will see what they want to see. You, True. you believe the narr- narrative in which you are invested. So I'm just wondering, like, people that were were not there but watching Fox News mm-hmm. and whatever coverage that they had, like, do we know that those people were like, oh, man, we look like fucking well, assholes? I, I doubt they were saying they look like fucking assholes. They were probably screaming at the TV at the questions they wish the hosts had asked Bernie Sanders so that they could have gotten, gotten one over on whatever capacity. So I agree with you that, like, it's not exactly going to convince – those hardcore, hardcore folk. But as far as people that were actually watching it because they were curious about how Bernie Sanders would, would fare you know, in, in Fox territory that were Fox viewers, it probably did pretty well with them. But I would argue to, to John's point, or at least on the other side of why he shouldn't have done it, that there was some uh, Twitter thread I'll, I'll read this week about uh, some guy was like, so you guys do understand that like Fox is really hurting for advertising dollars right now because of the shit with Laura Ingram. Yeah, and it was Angelo, Carlson. the guy from uh, Media Matters, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah and, he, and, I yeah. heard him talk about it. And basically how uh, the Democrats going, uh, the, the Democratic candidates going on Fox News right now is great for Fox because, you know, everybody's going to tune in. The libs are going to show up to see if their candidate can own the conservatives and the conservatives are going to tune in to see if Fox News can own the libs. And it's going to be... It's going to be yet again our media taking advantage, or media collectively, I don't care who the fuck it is, CNN, Fox News, whoever, being more excited about the spectacle than about actual dialogue and convincing anybody of anything. So that'll take care of Fox's advertising dollars for the year and then continue to keep on trucking. So yes, there is some validity to be gleaned from people going on there to try and engage with the other side, end quote. But regardless, Fox is going to get all the cash they can get out of that deal, and that's going to keep them going for a little while longer. Because for a little while there, they were at serious risk of not making their advertising goals for the year and starting to have some issues. I think Judge Janine still doesn't. Her show's not back. Is she? And still, it's probably going to stay on the download for a while until, until some, of that, some of the advertisers come back and the heat comes off a little bit. Who's Judge Janine? She's crazy. And Tucker Carlson's now like a full-on white supremacist. I mean, it's he'd never agree. The to clips that, but, that I yeah. hear from 
from the Fox News PM is just bonkers. It's just mm. fucking bonkers. Mm. It's poison. It's you know. It's uh they're they're definitely taking advantage of old white people who are afraid of everybody that does not look like them. Fear and rage candy, that's all it is. Fear and rage candy. And those are the block of people that vote. <laughs> you know. Mm. Good times, guys. Good times. So we've answered the question. It's it's they <laughs> they're gonna keep on doing what they're gonna keep on doing. Now, personally, on a brighter note, mm-hmm. um, I'm uh, it was uh, Elizabeth Warren is the first uh, contender that I heard as far as uh, presidential contenders I, I heard of who actually said straight out right we should begin impeachment proceedings, yeah. which is super awesome. I, I'm I'm growing. I I'm standing harder and harder for Elizabeth. And Warren. that's not even a controversial <laughs> statement. That's just black and white no, in the Constitution. It's, not it's your fucking duty. Do but it. People are still scared to say it. And I appreciate Why? That you said it because uh, because they'd see it as that moot point. The, the thing you raised earlier, which I also disagree with. But uh, they're idea. trying to like con- uh, compare it to the Clinton episode in the late nineties. By saying, well, it actually it actually strengthened Clinton. I'm like, yeah, because that his his impeachment was fucking bullshit. Yes. Because that's people why love blowjobs. That's why. <laughs> Who doesn't love blowjobs? This one is not fucking bullshit. Impeachment is not just. This for is blow where jobs. there's like you know a long list of things that uh, the thing that really gets me is the redactions for uh, personal embarrassment because it would make oh. somebody like fuck Please. I'm sure Monica Lewinsky would have loved we that are, redaction also aren't we past that fuck point you. now like is there is there an element of personal embarrassment <laughs> in this context like is that a thing really like come on come on now so yeah have yeah. you no shame Celsius uh, Avengers on Friday right yeah everybody go see the Avengers and I'm excited. I'm excited it. for you. And I don't feel ashamed. You you shouldn't. There's no personal shame. I'm going to see it by myself. Okay. Jimmy doesn't want to go. 3D. He'll be out of town. Oh. So I'm going to have to see it again. Do you want me to go with you? No. Okay. I'm not sure when I'm going to go and see it. Soonish. It's on my list. Well, uh, okay, so... Hey, some Mastodon bones. Yes, let's talk about your bones. So they... they <laughs> your uh, boner. Uh, there it is, dicks. Um, found some Mastodon bones in Seymour, Indiana, uh, which was a surprise to me because, A, I didn't know that uh, a member of Mastodon was dead, and B, they're from <laughs> Georgia. So ha, Wait, what? Ha, huh? Ha. It was a joke about it. Oh. Can Mastodon. I do another joke? Uh-huh, yeah. I don't know if you'd get the reference. Mastodon. Pterodactyl. Oh, fuck. How did it go? Oh, boy. Triceratops. Sabertooth tiger. Tyrannosaurus. Do you remember that? Are you forming Voltron? What, Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah, they, oh. naming Zords. Okay, yeah. I was close. Took me a second. It I, was think that the, was, I think that was the order that they did it in. I was, I was thinking something along the lines of Voltron, which is basically, basically Power, Rangers. Power Rangers, because of, um, because of the prosody of your, your statements. So, I don't know what that word means. Like the, the pace. Like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so good job. You communicated that joke mm. as efficiently as it could have been done since <laughs> I've never seen Power Rangers. You have seen Voltron. Though, I so. have seen Voltron. Goddamn uh, right. You you've have. never seen Power Rangers? No. You're no. not that much older than me. No. But you're much more mature than I was when I was a I'm young a, I'm child. a bit of a contrarian. I don't know if you've... you've uh, you? you've thought that about me or not, but it's actually, it's true. I'm going to come out and say, um, also I used to play Voltron with my pants off with Kenny, uh, in my childhood. That's called rape. I, I, well, I, I, I don't know what I mean, that it means. wasn't, um, 
There wasn't any any of that. Also, it depends on the, the ages of the people involved here, John. We you were mean, we were both. Uh, you're both well below the age of consent. We were both <laughs> kindergarten age. I think arguably it's rape when there's one person that is, one person that's not age of consent. Yeah, we're the same age. So yeah, it's it's a murky water. Nobody. Look, we we were doing Voltron like you wouldn't believe. You were just mimicking what you saw on Voltron. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, some mastodon bones in uh, at a family farm in Seymour, Indiana, which, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Midwest, uh, is in southern Indiana. Um, so that's exciting. They were doing a, a sewer excavation on this farm. And they came up with some bones, and that was a that was a surprise because they had not found any in that region previously. So, Pangea, also, yeah. Also, there were some uh, uh, humanoid bones in uh, Indonesia. I think an mm-hmm. island in Indonesia the week before last. You usually make that noise when you're making a comment about some kind of sexual activity. So I was really confused how you were going to go from mastodons. To, uh, mastodon bones to sexual activity. Well, and I mean, if I you think about it, it's not much of a leap. But actually, I made that noise uh, this time because I could not remember. I just don't like silence. It's uncomfortable. So mastodon horns are the ones where they like curl all the way around, right? Yeah. What the fuck are they good for? Um, uh, goring people and or how? things, shoving shit out of the way, battling other males. They can't gore anything unless they like. Uh, no, there's a there's a point. It's not completely curled around. Uh, it's not like a mastodon will still fuck some shit up, yo. <laughs> uh, also, have you ever seen a forklift? I think it. I think it's probably a similar function. Wow. Like picking picking pallets up is what mastodons are best at. They're so they're just elephants. Large, uh, large just uh, old, very large, old elephants very furry with fur. Elephants. Yeah. Here, here's a, a fact about me. Uh, mastodons. Uh, slash woolly mammoths because they're similar are on my top five most frightening things. In what sense, as far as just like that'd be terrifying to be stalked by one of those, or what do you mean? Look, man, uh, they found a baby uh, woolly mammoth a few years ago. Mm, I remember that. Yeah, they've got the DNA. They could they're clone, gonna clone that shit. Yeah. yeah, and if those guys come back, then we're fucking in for it. And they were very large and very terrifying. But we so did also scary. We did allegedly also hunt them in packs. I guess. Oh my so. god. Well, we don't do anything together anymore. Everybody for themselves. So. So we're in big trouble because everybody is selfish. That's all. Those dinosaurs from the Power Rangers weren't even around at the same time period, were they? It's so historically inaccurate, <laughs> Power Rangers. I read that about that show. Like the woolly, the Mastodons wild. weren't around with like the Tyrannosaurus, were they? No. Well, people weren't around no. with dinosaurs at all. Either, so. no. Unless you go to the, the Jesus Museum. The Creationist Museum yeah. in Kentucky. How did they fit those Tyrannosaurus Rexes into the Ark? I don't know. Um, look, how did they fit any of that shit into the ark? Well, you know, the unicorns got left behind. It was really, really sad. Isn't there? They were thrown into the sea. Let's go to the creation museum. Oh my fucking god! Let's do it. Let's do a secretly timid. uh, Do you want trip? Yeah, because I pretend that we're Christian. It's not far from Uh, my old house, uh, actually. And there's an IKEA also not far from there. So first, the one in Frisco by me. Well, it's the only IKEA in the world. Yeah. Well, in this area. No, no. I mean, you're talking about the Creationist Museum yeah. in Kentucky, right? No, I'm talking about the, there's one in Texas. Get out there's of one here. In this, Is there? Near here, yeah. 
Holy shit. Are, is there one in town? Are you fucking kidding me? I, I didn't know. I thought there was just the one in Kentucky. Okay, well, I know where the engineer and I are going for our <laughs> mini vacation. <laughs> Fuck. How did I not know that? Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, that guy's from Australia also. Like, why is he infecting the United States with this bullshit? Who? The guy that Oh, Rupert Murdoch. No, it's not Rupert <laughs> Murdoch. Well, he's from Australia, too. He, he and is. also terrible. There's also... Uh, there's a second Australian. Emperor Palpatine asked. Uh I don't know his name. What is his name? The guy that debated Bill Nye. Who what? has a bachelor's degree and still crushed the fuck out of this guy. Who, 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 what? Uh, the, oh, the, the creationist museum guy. The you know He's the Australian. Australian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have no idea. Who Fuck. This is. All right. Well, uh, hold on. Uh, buy me some time. Do a little song. Talk about how sexy Bill Nye is, or I gotta. Fuck. I gotta get his name here because wasn't wasn't Bill Nye on Dancing with the Stars and also crushed that shit too? I don't know. I feel I don't pretty know certain that, that Bill Nye was on Dancing with the Stars. Tucker Carlson on the other hand, not so much a good job on Dancing with the Stars. No. Also wondering how he got there because he's keep going, definitely keep going. Not a I think Tucker Cars- Carl- Carlson used to be like progressive before. No, no, out. actually, well, somebody did a deep dive on him recently for some portrait, and he's probably always bullshit. been pretty terrible. Um, Just he's gotten more terrible. He's, time. I heard he's like he's an heir to some bullshit like ketchup or something. No, you know Heinz. That's the, scary. Uh, no, not Heinz. Uh, 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 the 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 meals, the microwavable meals. His name is. Uh, Ken Ham. Never heard of him. And uh, he's from Cairns, Queensland, Australia. And the original Creationist Museum is in Petersburg, Kentucky. So we just asked, like, why are you lying? The scientists, the scientific data does not support your theorem that dinosaurs and humans ever interact. I mean, to, to Ken's credit, uh, scientific data means very little to a lot of populations. Also, any debate so. with anyone of any faith who chooses to only rely upon their faith source material and not reach outside of that data is inherently designed for pain, suffering, failure, and frustration. So, do you remember that time in high school? <laughs> yes, we were outside Barnes and Noble. So, nobles, nobles, or noble? Noble. It's just the singular. I think the singular. And that Mormon guy asked, I think you were the there. One with the crazy I think he, van that dated Aaron? Yes. With the mystery Jeff. machine? Yeah. Jeff. Oh, that guy was such a faker. I think he, he asked so I think he asked you. He was on the wrestling team. Of um, course he was. If you're not a Christian, then why don't you just go kill everybody? And maybe that is Melanie. the only thing that has ever stopped me. Wait, yeah. he said it to me? I think he might have actually asked Melanie because she said, because I still have morals, Jeff. <laughs> oh, if he'd asked me, I would have been like, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> maybe not Christian. No, he said, if you don't believe in God, why don't oh, you just yeah. go and murder everybody? Do I have your blessing, Jeff? But I'm thinking, Jeff, that means that oh, that's blessing. like the fear of hell is the only thing that's stopping you from doing horrible shit. Oh, yeah. He's he's basically confessing to be a, being a serial killer. I wonder what that dude's up to now. Uh, serial killing. killing. That sounds pretty obvious. In mystery, the mystery yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that guy's last name, but the candlestick. You probably shouldn't announce it. Well, no, I mean I can't. So I, I so I, I so don't. I, can't I don't remember it, his name either. I remember his first name. Figure it out, and then I'm yeah. going to do some investigative research mm-hmm. on a forensic level. Oh, and I remember that same night. When one of one of your friends, a good friend of yours, mm-hmm. 
um, fell in love with a Mormon lady. Oh my God. And, and Jeff said, dude, he, he felt the word. And what do you remember okay. what your reply was? Do you remember what your reply was? Cause I remember, uh, you felt an erection, something he like said, that. no, he felt wood. Yeah. Did I say that? <laughs> yes, man. I, I was good. I was good then. Uh, yeah. That, have you seen that guy? Uh, I am Facebook friends with him. He looks like a fucking engorged tick. That's what the Lord does. <laughs> fucking a. The Lord makes you look like a engorged tick. Yeah. Filling you with the oh. Oh, oh, the whole Huckabee f- family They've got is like full fucking five, five kids, something like that. That's wow. a that's a mm. lot. He should be investing Drained. in plant <laughs> parenthood. Apparently. Uh, ugh. Ugh. So, anything else stimulating to discuss this week? Let's we end this positive team. note about training people. <laughs> Engorge ticks. Oh God, he's terrible. Uh I try. We tried Mouth to lose parts. our virginity to each other, and oh, that that we, that we sentence already even, started badly. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we decided we were just going to do it. Uh-huh. And I went to his uh, parents' apartment when they were gone, and we didn't even get our clothes off. We just like kept laughing and laughing. And did you touch it? No, I didn't even see it. Oh. We just had pizza, and then I went home. That sounds like kind of which is that, like that the most amazing. Cute, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, given the possible if it outcomes, ends in pizza and laughter, yeah, how bad can it be? Exactly, right? So, yeah. I'll enjoy the song "Sensitive Demon" by Grim Streaker. Mm, that's my new slang term for my genitals. Gross. What? I mean, awesome. Uh, fine. Bye. Thank you.